0: This is the Emergency Medical Minute. All right, so I've got a quick one here, um, but it's kind of been an interesting. I'd actually never heard of this syndrome, but I came across it with my PA. But we had a guy who came in, he had a um, colonoscopy earlier in the day and started having worsening abdominal pain. Actually came in with a fever, I think it was like 38-7, something like that. Had a white count, we'll say, I don't know, 17. Um, and then just pretty, you know, guarding his abdomen quite a bit. So, you know, first thing through everybody's head is probably perforation. Out of curiosity, raise the hands, who's actually seen a perforation from a colonoscopy? I think I've seen one maybe ever like it's not very common but how many times have we seen people send in and we scan them for concern of that like all the time right so what's interesting is though and I can't believe with all these scans we've done I'd never heard of this but um you know this patient came in and really was concerned about perforation he's pretty tender and seemed like a stoic guy and ct scan just normal and you're just like well this doesn't make sense he's febrile he's got a white count of course there's got to be something wrong in there but um it's called electrocoagulation post polypectomy syndrome has anyone ever heard of this I it was new to me as well so Uh, But basically it happens as a result of, you know, when they go in and they take out these polyps, you know, it does require some electrical cautery. Um, So, you know, the more polyps that have to be removed or the bigger the polyps, if it's bigger than like two centimeters, it's a bigger risk of developing this. But basically what it's doing is it's getting a burn all the way through the intestinal wall. So rather than just kind of you know, burning the localized site to get some, you know, you know, the clotting to stop there, it actually gets kind of transmural, you know, electrocautery through there. And so it gets to the outer serosa layer or through the serosa layer to the outer wall of the lumen of the intestine. So um, as a result, there's some inflammation that you know, develops there and some localized peritonitis, you know, essentially, you know, the, the peritoneum, you know, adjacent to that intestinal wall is tender. Um, and the body's reaction is fever and white count and all that stuff so it's actually something that is you know much more common than the perforation Um, probably definitely under recognized and treatment you know certainly varies you know this person ended up going home but the recommendation is antibiotics Um, and then there are a fair amount of patients who if they're really tender they can't tolerate PO which you know can't happen and they hospitalize them and really kind of just bowel rest, IV antibiotics, and hydration, but no surgical intervention or anything like that, but it's really just a burn that gets all the way through the intestinal wall and causes some inflammation, so it makes sense. I can't believe that i would never come across it, and I've talked, it sounds like it's common to not hear about this, you know, but, uh, but it is, you know, described out there, so. Um, post-polypectomy electrocauter, electrocauter, uh, coagulation syndrome, so. Yeah, so it still does require CT, so yeah, it 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 would definitely be unwise to just say, oh, it's probably this, and then you're sitting on a first bowel, even though it can't happen. Not that I came across, I mean, I I guess, you know, you you could argue if you burn so much intestinal wall, you could probably lose some intestine, but I think that would have to be like a huge massive amount of polyps taken out. Um, There are a few weird syndromes out there, like this, uh, I'm trying to remember them, but these basically familial disorders where they get tons and tons of polyps through the intestines. And if you look inside, it's almost like cobblestoning through the intestines. I can't imagine they're taking out all those polyps. I think they just kind of look for the concerning ones. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.